All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Mental Health Monday, where we aim to provide an open space for dialogues about a number of health topics and how folks are being affected on local, state, and national levels. Guests and topics on the show range from psychiatrists, psychologists, school, drug, and grief counselors, and any other professionals in the field. Testimonials from those affected by mental health issues, such as students, veterans, first responders, and more. And we also hear from folks who are organizing events around the community that promote or bring awareness to mental health issues, with the main goal being normalizing these mental health dialogues. We're in studio today with Lucius Larson. He's a junior at Lander Valley High School, about to be a senior. And Lucius, uh, he's agreed to talk with us today. He's tragically lost people close to him to suicide and has since made uh, talking about mental health one of his true passions. And Lucius will be filling us in on what it's like to deal with such a heavy subject matter, such a heavy moment in life at a young age. And uh, before we get to that discussion, we do want to let people know that uh, Lucius's mother did approve of this conversation uh, and any other teens that do want to reach out to Mental Health Monday to make sure that you do have parental approval before you come on the show. Uh, But before we dive into the discussion today, Lucius, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Lucius Larson. I'm a 17-year-old here at LVHS. Um, I'm no professional by any means, but I deal with mental health just like anyone else, and I'm here to kind of spread awareness about that. Well, and we truly appreciate it um, that that you're taking the time to chat with us today. And we were doing a little bit of uh, talking before the interview started. Uh, you've got some really cool things that are coming up with you uh, in terms of uh, your own personal life. Uh, you just uh, got a job at the Dubois Museum of Military Vehicles, correct? Yeah, yes. So I'm very passionate about military history, and I'm also very passionate about teaching people about that history. And I luckily got an internship over at the National Museum of Military Vehicles in Dubois. Yeah, and that's just a really cool thing to hear. You you're, you're involved in the community. You've got uh, these these things that you're looking forward to, these career-minded uh, uh, things that uh, you know can be kind of hard to focus on when you're dealing with uh, some rough things that life throws at you. And as much as you're willing to say, as much as you're willing to talk about, if you wouldn't mind telling us um, you know, what, what you went through. So I've been through a lot of my life. Um, I'm just talking about of suicide. My best friend late last year committed it's still one of the worst pains I've ever felt and one of the worst things that I've ever been through. I mean, I think it just exemplifies that even if they're not talking, you should be there for your friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's hit me and my entire friend group really damn hard. <laughs> That's one of those things where, like you said, um, we were kind of chatting before the, uh, the interview started that, uh, you can have kind of an idea that someone's going through some stuff or that people are having some issues, but unfortunately, a lot of times it uh, it gets to that breaking point for that person. Yeah. Now, you know, we, we talked to a large group of people on the show about uh, how this affects them. And this is the first time that we've had someone that uh, is your age. Now, I'm, I'm interested to find out what what do you think? might be some things that uh, older people might not take into consideration when you're someone who has had to deal with such a tragic loss. And specifically, you said this is one of your best friends. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of the older generation realizes like we already deal with enough stress as is with school and life and seeing like college on the horizon, for example, and then having one of your best friends commit 
that just adds even more unneeded stress and a whole mix of other emotions. And I don't think they realize how hard life is already as a high schooler. I think a lot of them has probably forgotten mm -hmm. what it's mm -hmm. like to be a high schooler. And I just think it's a lot tougher than most people realize when they're older. And, and on that note, because this is once again, we, we I talk with mostly adults on the show. Uh, one of the things that we always bring up is the fact that it's different for you guys right mm -hmm. now because we can maybe think about how it was when we were kids and then what the stresses were. What are some of the other things too? Some of the other areas that, uh, that you think that you've seen at your age that your generation is dealing with that we truly just don't understand. I mean, if we're talking about things that my generation has to deal with, that is probably a stressor for a few of us, if not all of us. I mean, if we look on like a global scale, I mean, we see like the world economy going through ups and downs, which is a stressor. We see climate change and overpopulation and all that. I mean, that stresses me out because it makes me worry about my future. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't think they realize that it also affects us as much as it affects them. I mean, to them, we're just kids. Right, right. And then it's easy as an adult to, to kind of forget that and to brush off uh, uh, the youth struggle because it's like, oh, you're upset just because someone said something bad about you on mm -hmm. social media. It's like, no, it, it goes much deeper than that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and and while, I, while you're here too, what are some of the things, I mean, especially – I don't get to talk to many kids. I used to work in the school system. Once again, I always say, I, we were chatting before the interview, uh, Lucius, I always thought you've had the coolest name of, of, of any student I've ever had. So, uh, uh, but I remember you from that. Uh, and around that time when I stopped teaching was the COVID time. Mm -hmm. What were some of the effects that, uh, you know, maybe you and some of your friends had to go through during that time on a, on a mental health level? I mean, so I was eighth grade year when COVID hit. It was around spring break, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Roughly then. I kind of feel like the school kind of dropped us off at the deep end. I mean, mm -hmm. sure, we were assigned homework homework, and all that, but they really never checked in on us. And I feel like that kind of devastated a lot of kids because school was like that escape ground that they needed to keep going. Right, right. And I feel like um, I know for me it was a pr pretty easy because I was always an antisocial kid growing up. So, you know, I could disappear in the depths of a video game or right. a book or drawing or whatever. But I feel like for a lot of kids, they probably struggled because they were a lot more social than I was and they were a lot more um, friend group orientated than I was. And I feel like it affected them not being able to see the people they saw every day. A hundred percent. And and I think that's just important for our listeners to know that, uh, like you said, you know, even though if you can throw yourself into something, it's still affecting you. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's still you may not, you may not appear bothered by it and what's going on. But these are long term, long lasting effects that are going to happen on our mm -hmm. youth because we're not paying attention. And yeah. I'll throw myself into that to some degree, too. I'll put, throw myself under the bus. Uh, we, we all the adults, the older generations, we need to help to help our youth. Uh, and you know, this is my own little way, uh, you coming on the show and, and telling us, you know, this is, this is my own little way of providing that. And I would love for you now to any other thing that you think that, um, our listeners and eventual readers might want to know about, uh, from, from your generation's perspective about mental health and the struggles that you go through. I feel like mental health is very tricky because I feel like in this generation, you need to treat it differently than older generations. I mean, I don't want to call people sensitive or anything like that, but people just need to, I mean, this is an entirely different generation. So I feel like people need to be treated differently. I mean, there's new areas in mental health by the way it's dealt with and the way things are going. I mean, 
bullying, for example, I know that can affect mental health. There's so many new ways someone can be bullied nowadays. And I feel like in that aspect, it should be treated differently because mm-hmm. I mean, there's new outlets for it. New outlets for it. And, you know, I've discussed this with a number of people that, you know, when we got bullied when I was younger, it, you know, lasted a few weeks, you know, maybe you had an embarrassing moment uh, in front of the class. And then next thing you know, that's the thing you're known for, for that month. Nowadays, that's shared on social media, it's shared on Instagram, it's shared on TikTok, it's shared on YouTube. And that stuff is on the internet in perpetuity for who knows how long and that becomes your identity. Uh, Mm -hmm. What are some of the ways that uh, you think too, then that um, uh, the the older generations might be able to be more communicative with uh, younger folks in that regard? I just think they need to be more understanding that we're dealing with stuff completely different to what they went through. Mm -hmm. Um, Times change and so much has changed compared to when the older generation was in high school. I mean, everything's different down to the curriculum, down to the cars we drive, down to the people we talk to, everything's different. And you, once again, like, like we said to at the top of the interview, you, you had to deal with, uh, uh, something that, uh, I mean, even a, adults don't ever truly get over, uh, and you having to deal with it at a young age, but, uh, now it has kind of spurred this interest in you in, uh, talking about, mm-hmm. uh, mental health and mental health struggles. Uh, uh, what, what, what do you think's next for you in terms of, uh, getting the word out there on, uh, the, uh, the issues that you, you, that you face? So I've always really suffered from mental health issues. I've been going to therapy as early as the age of six. Mm -hmm. And my friend committing suicide, I think, was just kind of a breaking point for me. Um, I want to hold school events that prioritize mental health above anything else. Because the one problem I have with, like, the school district, for example, is how much they preach about mental health. But in reality, really don't care. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, For example, after my friend committed suicide, I went into the counselors and they were like, yeah, we're going to check on you daily, this, this and that. They checked on my friend group and I twice Mm -hmm. and then kind of forgot about us. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when you're in that vulnerable of a time, you need someone there to help you. Right. I I don't care who you are when your best friend commits suicide. You need someone there to back you up. Mm -hmm. Someone there to back you up. And more importantly, more importantly than anything is just to listen. Yeah. Listen, uh, you know, sometimes you, that's uh, when you get, you know, that people have the best intentions, but you get the worst advice sometimes mm-hmm. from the best intentions. And, you know, when, when you're, I don't care what age you are, when you're going through that, having someone there to, uh, to, to listen to your struggles and concerns, it just makes the world a difference. Yeah. Now, uh, what's next for you, um, in terms of, uh, um, you know, uh, your, your, your healing process, what do you think is going to be, what are the things that you think that, uh, are going to help you moving forward? You said you're, you, you are attending therapy, which, you know, we hope to normalize that too mm-hmm. with the youth and everyone who listens. But, uh, what are some other things? I mean, teach their own. Everyone's journey is different. My journey has been very rough. I deal with several mental health disorders of my own. I deal with anxiety, depression, PTSD. I'm all diagnosed with. And so, well, life isn't, hard, it's definitely not easy. I mean, some days you just want to lay in bed and you have to crawl out of it to even get going. Some days you don't want to go inside of a store because your anxiety is spiking. Some days you can't get any sleep because you get flashbacks. I mean, Mm -hmm. every journey is different. While mine has been a lot slower than probably a lot of people, I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. Um, I am working on improving every day. I am I mean, I'm just doing, I'm trying to do my best to just live. 
And I think those that's great words and advice for everyone is just, you got to do your best. And um, all you can do is just take that time to heal and take that time to get through these things. And um, it, 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 as much as you hate to hear it, uh, the time heals all wounds kind of yeah. things that, that, that may be true. It may not be. But at the very least, the, the longer things go on, the way I look at it is uh, the, the scales can get tipped. You yeah. know, you're going to live with a lot of that. Um, sadness, you're going to live with a lot of that uh, trauma, but, uh, as, as you get older, the things, the scales start to tip in the positive direction Mm -hmm. to where they do get easier to deal with. Um, and it sounds like you're, you're making the correct and, um, proper strides at, at a young age, at a young age, you're doing this. So hats off to you, man. Thank you. Well, Lucius, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here for today. We are about running out of time. Okay. Was was there anything else that uh, like I said this is this is your time, this is your platform? Was there anything else that you want to get out uh, to our listeners and eventual readers um, about uh, uh, specifically dealing with these types of things at such a young age? If you're dealing with anything, please reach out. I don't think people realize how much suicide affects someone until you deal with it yourself. For me, I've I've even contemplated suicide. Um, I almost went through with it at one point. Mm-hmm. And after my friend committed suicide, I could never do that again. So please, if you're dealing with something, reach out. It It's not worth it, putting that pain on your friends and family. No. Because it affects more people than you realize. It affects more people than you realize. And kind of like we were saying before, too, it's... It's an invisible thing. Yeah. I mean, there are uh, physical traits. I mean, you can you can pick up on it after time. You can see when someone is, is is degrading mentally, and it starts to manifest itself in a physical way. But someone like yourself, I mean, you you you're 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 still going to school. You still you're still making plans for the future, but you're still struggling. And some people see someone who's moving forward, but they don't know that those struggles are still going on. Yeah. I mean, it's like the saying goes, as much as I hate to say, don't judge a book by its cover Mm because someone can look like they're doing completely fine, but on the inside, they're crumbling. Mm -hmm. I mean, mental health is an invisible killer per se. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't see it on the outside. I mean, in some instances, you might be able to, but for the most part, you don't see it until they do something. Exactly. And uh, just as we were saying before, uh, the opening of that, the opening up to that, is uh, open conversations, yeah. communication, dialogue, and uh, you know, hopefully, more people listen and uh, yep. listen and don't get offended. You know, because uh, like we said, people are trying to help, but sometimes what the way they're trying to help isn't the best way, and it's not working. And yeah. they need to uh, own up to that and be like, okay, well, what can we do? Mm-hmm. What can we do? Yeah. Well, Lucius, uh, last time, thank you again so much for coming in today. I know that this is uh, very tough for anyone to come in and talk about. You've shown an immense amount of bravery and courage by doing this, what you're going through. Know that uh, you can come back here anytime you want, talk about this stuff, uh, any of your friend group, uh, if the struggles they're going through, if it helps them to get out and uh, talk about these things, please just let us know. Thank you for giving me a platform to speak on. I appreciate it. And and thank you for what you're doing. And uh, we look forward to hearing about all the great things that you got in store from you coming up. And good luck this summer at the Dubois Museum of Military Vehicles. That's going to be a great job for you. Thank you. All right, everyone, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, more coffee time after a quick word from our sponsors.